Welcome to the Freedom Formula Podcast with your host, Marjean. The Freedom Formula simplifies real estate investing so that anyone can learn about how to gain time and financial freedom through real estate. Each week, you will find helpful tips and tricks and strategies from the top producers in the real estate investing industry. Let's get started with the Freedom Formula Podcast. Welcome again to the Freedom Formula. My name is Marjean. I am your host for this lovely podcast. Today, we are going to be talking with Dan Kay with Rocket Dollar. How are you doing today, Dan? Wonderful, Marjean. Thanks so much for having me on. Great to talk to you. Thanks for being here. I'm super excited because you've got some incredible information that is definitely ties right in with the Freedom Formula. And so I'm just so excited to have you and be able to talk to you about this. So let's just go ahead and get started. Tell me about your business, Dan. What exactly do you do? Yeah, so in 10 words or less, we help you pay no taxes or get more money faster. I love it. I love it. And um, tell us a little bit more. Let's dive a little bit deeper into that. So when you talk about paying no taxes, sure. what specifically are you talking about with that? Yeah, so let's, there's two sides of the coin. Uh, and, you know, we, we say a little tongue-in-cheek, pay no taxes, but our big mission here at Rocket Dollar is to empower individuals. So literally, probably everybody on this call, all our family members, frankly, anybody 18 and above, uh, to tap into your old retirement dollars, uh, take back your money, and invest these dollars in things that you would want, such as a friend's company, private real estate, a fund. And the best part of it is you're still maintaining the tax benefits as if you were in, say, your, your typical stock bond mutual fund 401k or Roth IRA. So you're telling me that I can take my old IRA and start investing in real estate. Exactly. And, you know, this is the fun fact about these accounts. Uh, it's actually been around. It's a lot like me. You know, they've been around since the 1970s. Uh, you know, a little weird, a little quirky. Not too many folks really know about it. But, you know, once you get to embrace it, it's, uh, it's a pretty good thing. So this was or been around since the 1970s. Uh, and this is the self-directed IRA. So the acronym here, SDIRA. And who's really used it has been a lot of Joe and Jane Americas uh, for real estate. Uh, they said, hey, you know, I maybe don't want to be in the market or don't want to have full exposure, say strictly just to stocks and bonds. And I want to have something tangible. Uh, just, you know, once again, real estate's a very common investment for your piggy bank checking account. So what made it nice here is over the past almost 50 years now, folks could tap into these accounts uh, and benefit from their retirement dollars in real estate. Man, that's awesome. So how can we utilize that to really grow exponential wealth? Yeah, and this is a great question. So I've had a few light bulb moments go off. So we formally incorporated Rocket Dollar over a year ago. Uh, you know, for reference, our team, our CEO's last company went from an idea to Goldman Sachs, purchasing them in just over a year. And then I've been on both sides of the deal, meaning using my personal money in these types of, uh, as we call them, enhanced retirement accounts or self-directed accounts, uh, and likewise raising money uh, to the tunes of X millions of dollars. So just from an individual's standpoint, uh, as I said, the big light bulb moment for me was sitting at some of these family office conferences. So these are folks that, of course, have uh, nine figures, maybe more, 
And what they say pretty openly, uh, not even just behind closed doors, is that a very strong majority uh, of their assets are in private assets. So up to the point of 90% or more are in things as real estate private funds, meaning less than 10% is in the stocks, bonds, mutual funds. So taking this into account, um, and, you know, and also realizing the true return on a, you know, quote unquote, 60, 40 stock bond portfolio being in the single digits, this really isn't sustainable for a lot of folks to live off of. So with that said, uh, you know, an adequate portfolio, and just think what you do, if you do, if for the investors on the call with your non-retirement money, I, I would be shocked if everybody is just strictly in stocks, bonds, mutual funds. No, there's probably some real estate or crowdfunding, uh, you know, kind of the, the very tangible peer-to-peer -peer loan and maybe some of the new and the fancy, such as even crypto. So what we are empowering folks here, and you don't have to be one of these multi-million dollar uh, family offices or super high net worth folks, we're empowering individuals, say if you have a million, 100,000, or even as low as 10,000, in retirement dollars to have this level of 21st century diversification. That's awesome, Dan. I love it. I know that with us in multifamily, we've get a lot of investors using their self-directed IRA money and they love it because they know they're investing in something that's going to be possibly a little bit safer and possibly a little bit more lucrative than say the stock market and they have control, mm -hmm. right? Um, so it exponentially grows their wealth and they maintain control. So they just love it. But that being said, what are the restrictions and possible challenges that people should be aware of when they are considering moving their IRA money into a self-directed format? Yeah. I mean, of course the blanket statement is ultimately whatever one invests in, uh, there should be a certain level of due diligence, uh, and based off of your risk tolerance here. So, uh, that's kind of a blanket statement, I would say, for anything. But, you know, the caveat is that if you're investing in somebody you know or a piece of property you literally can see or drive by in the community, I personally have a much uh, more comfort uh, in that sort of investment. The nice thing about these accounts, so I said some folks, uh, broadly we call them enhanced retirement accounts because we truly feel other enhanced benefits. Uh, the self-directed IRA, which I referenced before, was uh, created in the 1970s. They're also a product called the Solo 401k, also known as the Individual 401k. That's been around for about 15 years or so. So, and we'll talk about some of the benefits of those later on. But to your question on the restriction, what's really, really nice out here is that the IRS tells you what you cannot do. Uh, and it's basically one thing. Uh, it's actually three. So the two easy ones is no life insurance, uh, no collectibles like artwork, uh, Air Jordans, etc. And the big thing here is that you cannot invest in yourself or your linear family. So just be sure that you're not investing in a disqualified person uh, or that you're self-dealing. So what I mean by this is that let's say you are investing in a you know, a simple, a simple uh, scenario would be you purchased a, a rental property close to the university, but then your children stay in it. Uh, that would be, they'd be a disqualified person, which, you know, could harm your IRA. That's one example. And then the other one is just folks that want to invest in their own company. Generally speaking, if you are at that CXO level or on the board or own over 10% of the equity, uh, this would also be prohibited but everything else uh, out there is in play. 
You know, that's a really good point to bring up. We actually have a lot of fellow multifamily investors um, that wind up investing in our deals with their money, even though they're buying their own deals. You know, it's kind of funny in my world, I always tell everybody in the traditional business world, you have true competitors and they typically do not do business together. But in the multifamily world, we all do business together. And, and this is specifically why, um, because of those restrictions with your, with your IRAs and your 401ks that you cannot invest in your own properties, your own deals, you have to put it into other people. So I'm glad that you brought that up, Dan. So what is the major mistake that you see from, from newbies getting involved in the self-directed area, from newbies in real estate? I'm very curious to see from your perspective what you see other people kind of making a mistake that you'd like to share maybe a solution. Yeah, I'm happy you mentioned multifamily. And as I said, I, I learned the most from my mistakes. And one of mine was, uh, you know, being in an asset class I wasn't comfortable with. So I, I have deep expertise in self-storage, so more of the niche, call it commercial, uh, and also multifamily. I, you know, went into a residential deal, uh, tried to play lawyer myself and make all these fancy terms and everything. So, you know, that is like anything, I think playing outside of your asset class and also looking at the structure of the team or if the other person has a deep experience. So every sort of business 101 mistake or, you know, that should have been a red flag for due diligence, I, I was just for one reason or another blind to it. Uh, fortunately, in all of my other deals and folks I've partnered with, we've had, you know, as I'll call it the class A and class B share returns, meaning the dividends have paid on time. And then of course the, uh, the double digit IRR on the back end upon sale. So the big thing just as with anything is, because you are either going into a single asset or entity. Um, that said, just to you want to make it clear that in these self-directed accounts, the second most common asset uh, is funds on top of real estate uh, and even the public markets here. So, you know, for, for that said, I, I think it just comes down to a factor of, you know, particularly if you're dealing with a single asset, um, on the diligence side, but as I said, the huge benefit of multifamily uh, just by default of, how the properties are uh, is that you know generally speaking these are relatively shorter term, uh, three to five year hold. They pay dividend, and I've I've just been really pleased for using both my pre tax uh, SDIRA and then even some of my Roth, my post tax money uh, in my solo four hundred one k for these types of investments. You know, on that note, I really want to clarify some some things in here, and I want you to help me clarify it. There's a lot of confusion. When you invest with yourself directed and you receive a dividend, who does that check get made out to and where does it go? Yes. So here at Rocket Dollar, um, as I said, we have the benefit of uh, being both investors and deal sponsors. And, you know, the, the nice thing about this, and I'll nerd out for a second for my left brain folks here on the call, is it's an astronomical number. I mean, it's literally 30 trillion with a T. Uh, in retirement dollars out there. And, you know, the amount that's been rolled over is just under 10 trillion. So I think the only number I know bigger than our national deficit. And the wild thing about this, less than 100 billion, so less than 1% um, is actually in self-directed accounts. And who is this? Um, you know, Mitt Romney, when he ran for president, uh, had a sweetheart deal at Bain back in the day. Max Levchin of the FinTech fame. And then a bunch of, I'd say, you know, Joe and Jane Americas that have really taken advantage of this, um, you know, from both a, a pre-tax perspective and also a Roth. 
And you know, one final point that I that I'm really excited about, as most folks in the U.S., um, you know, a lot by choice, but some by not, are self-employed or have a healthy side gig. The tremendous benefit of the solo 401k is the ability to contribute over 56,000 a year, make that 61,000 if you're over age 50, and actually multiply that by two if it's a husband-wife duo without W-2 employees under them. So in very short time, you know, folks that may have chose even mid-career or late career to go on their own, you could in a, as I said, a very short time defer and have that nut of 50, 100, even if this is your first time contributing to a retirement account and can put that into a very healthy multifamily deal. Man, I love it. That is really, truly awesome. That is awesome. Um, you know, I think it's a good time for us to take a break. So that being said, we will be right back, folks. Welcome back to the Freedom Formula. We're going to continue our conversation here with Dan Kay from Rocket Dollar. Dan, thank you so much again for joining us. Thanks, Marjane. Always a pleasure. So to continue the conversation, let's talk a little bit about accomplishments. We, we've talked about the restrictions with the IRAs and the 401ks. Let's talk about how, let's talk about more about you, Dan, and what your true passion is and why you truly got involved specifically in bringing this kind of availability to the world. Yeah, no, thank, thank you very much. So, you know, my, my big, and I realize we all come from different backgrounds, uh, you know, different upbringings. Uh, frankly, you know, once you reach adulthood, uh, you know, some folks like me worked a few jobs in college, other folks may be sitting on uh, some family money, and all of that is fine and good. But my big mission is to at least uh, ensure that the awareness, that we're all on par from an awareness and what is available. So with that being said, and, and I'll touch on both sides of the coin here, what's really excited me is the range of individuals that have been made aware of these accounts and taking action. Uh, you know, for example, we're here in Austin, Texas. Uh, we have some great initial supporters that are true independent advisors. Uh, they're not tied to a big, big box like a Merrill Lynch. Uh, they can truly do what I feel is their fiduciary responsibility for a client. And one person that was recommended is a younger gentleman, mid-20s, uh, about to have their first child, works in the oil fields, a blue-collar kind of hourly job. And he managed to put together about $8,000 in a Roth account. So really excited, had a plan. Uh, you know, obviously feels taxes are going to be a whole lot higher in 30 years plus uh, when he would be taking out this account. And his goal is to do some crowdfunding, take advantage of the tremendous benefits in his local community. And then once that balance, the principal gets up to 10,000, go right into real estate. Um, and I think that's an amazing sort of plan and idea that, you know, without us, sure, the crowdfunding uh, is nice, but he would not have been able to put this all together or, you know, rewind a few years without the Jobs Act and even crowdfunding, he's probably going to feel like he's stuck in just a few a few mutual funds. So, you know, that's, I think, one side. The, the other side of the, the demographic spectrum, uh, you know, for fun, I'm literally talking to folks in their late 70s that are in crypto and a whole bunch of crazy things, which is always great. But in terms of large money, uh, you know, and serious impact here, there, there's a strong group of pilots that, 
you know, they get a lot of time to chat in the air. They're actually very astute investors. It's a very, uh, it's a great asset class and uh, an asset class, a great group of folks to really get to know. And as these pilots are retiring, uh, they basically choose the island where they want to be. So I have a, a good friend, one of our very initial clients that says, hey, the life is great. Um, I'm going to buy four or five places in the Cayman Islands. And, you know, I, my place is going to be down the street and I can rent off them. I can walk there every day. And this is such a dynamite idea. And he's going to really take advantage of deferring his taxes till age 70 and a half with the MRDs. And then thereafter, you know, can probably do an inherited IRA on at least, say, four of the five properties down the road. So for me, this is really, really exciting from the level of empowerment and, you know, recognizing in either spectrum just that time is our most important asset. The way that we have structured our product, and this is a very uh, strong delta from everybody else that's been out there doing this the last 40 or 50 years, we're a quick five minutes to sign up online. Uh, thereafter, you're e-signing just a few documents to either form your trust in the solo 401k or the LLC in your F your self-directed IRA. Uh, and then from here, you have checkbook control. So literally, we are not holding your money, as some folks would claim, hostage, nor do we have kind of this onerous uh, you know, third-party paperwork, much like I would argue your health savings account, like, hey, you need surgery, write a check and get it done. It's basically the same. It's your retirement dollars uh, to do what you want when you want. So that's a mouthful. And that's also, that's even just one side of kind of my passion in my business. Uh, the other side is come raising money. So as I said, I've been very fortunate to uh, meet a lot of folks in the world of self-storage. Just so many tremendous, uh, it's a very warm, uh, humble folks, but also realize this is a very strong business opportunity. And the offering of self-storage does fit the American culture. Uh, so for the past few years, especially, I would say uh, John Manus from Pinnacle Storage Properties and Christina Alvino from FindView Marketing are folks that I've considered, uh, you know, the top in the tops of the COO and CMO of the storage world. So I've been partnering with them even pre-Rocket Dollar to help raise money. And, you know, the one thing I think that John does that I commend him on is he always informs his audience, whether in a webinar or one-on-one -on -one or just, hey, here's our new deal, check it out. A nice little paragraph that says, hey, did you know you can use your retirement dollars to invest in our next deal? And you know, every deal, he's probably gonna get 15 to 25% of his raise through retirement and buy back you know, two things. One, probably about 20% of his time because the raise will finish quicker. Um, and then secondly, it's just a tremendous amount of goodwill because just as you and I are sharing on this call, you know, particularly the first time this communication goes out, 90% plus of the folks will be unaware this world exists and will now be educated uh, and be empowered to move forward and, you know, wrap, putting a bow on it here, achieve that 21st century diversification. You know, I want to kind of interject right there, and it sounds like it's a good opportunity. When I was learning about the self-directed opportunities, all I could think of is why don't more people know about this? Why don't financial advisors tell you about this? You know, the Edward Jones, the Charles Schwab, why is this kind of almost a hidden thing that really only the investors or the elite know about? Yeah, you know, I mean, for the, the advisors and they have, I, you know, it's, it, there's two ways to look at, it. I guess, you know, first, just from the highest level, call the fidelities and vanguards of the world. Uh, you know, I, I feel they've, they've done an amazing job and have a great 
offering, particularly when folks are in their job and, and focused on it, uh, you know, and have put together ETFs, mutual funds, et cetera, you know, and that works. Uh, I think to aggregate some of the assets, but not for the full portfolio over time. So just for more of, to keep it simple, uh, and I would say the fidelities of the world have dipped their toe in this, uh, and some have even done more than dipped their toe but pulled out. I think it's not greatly complex, but I think it does take folks that have a passion behind it as we are as a company. Um, but then otherwise, though, it, it's a lot easier to say, hey, just put 2% in some mutual fund in the background. You know, there's probably some pretty heavy fees and everything else. So for that reason, it doesn't fit their business model. Uh, the big crux, though, I think, for the investment advisors uh, likewise, if you are under a Merrill, a Raymond James sort of umbrella, you're kind of boxed in for what you can offer. And a majority of these IAs attached to a big box, it literally is stocks, bonds, mutual funds. That said, there is a, a smittering of quote unquote alternative, but, you know, like for example, in the storage world, it may just be one particular entity tied in, say with, and I say this as a former Merrill Lynch employee, with Merrill Lynch's umbrella uh, versus say the hundred plus storage opportunities out there. So, you know, and I, it's kind of the old school, I call it the 20th century model, the AUM model. Uh, and, you know, another big proof point for me uh, here at the Digital Banker Conference in Austin last year, a gentleman, uh, very well respected in the industry, uh, you know, his father recently passed away. And the investor advisor called and he had two questions. The first was, you know, why haven't uh, you spoken to my mom in 15 years? Uh, so that was kind of humbling to say, why have I been paying you? And the big thing was, you know, he started the call, the advisor saying how excited he was, how they beat the S&P 500. Uh, but, you know, there was no other coloring. There was no other, I think, view of how things can be going forward. And frankly, there was, you know, no other advice. So this gentleman, I think as he viewed what he wanted for himself, his mother, his family, said, I need somebody that's going to be a true fiduciary head to toe, or at least be able to recognize what's out there in the world. Um, so I think you're seeing, um, you know, this trend in the retirement side, which frankly is, you know, kind of mirroring what the millennials and, you know, frankly, all demographics are doing with the likes of a betterment, a wealth front. Yeah, that's for sure. And it's definitely a good thing. Let me ask you a question and I, I honestly don't know the answer to this, but I know that a lot of our listeners are entrepreneurs who own their own business. So my question kind of revolves around the businesses. Are businesses able to start accounts like this or, or if you have a business that, um, you know, is making that excess cash and you need to take advantage of different, of different tax savings, how, how can businesses specifically work with you and take advantage of something like this? Or is it just an individual basis? Well, I mean, the accounts um, just by default are individual accounts. Um, that said, as I said, what's very powerful, especially for the entrepreneur or somebody that is self-employed is a solo 401k. Because outside of the huge contribution benefits, as we referenced, kind of in the 56 to 61,000 per year, the huge benefit, and we see multiple entrepreneurs do this, you can borrow uh, up to $50,000 from your 401k. So let's say, for example, uh, you know, early career, such as myself, I worked for General Electric. I have 100000 in a rollover IRA at Fidelity. I decide to go on my own, but want to keep 
uh, some kind of rainy day capital just for you know my, my personal self, um, I can borrow up to $50,000 so as long as I pay it back over five years. And what many entrepreneurs say is that, here's my idea, if it works, we're gonna get a, a round of funding. Uh, so I, of course, will pay that back easy. If it doesn't work, I'll probably go back to corporate for a few years, pay it back. And the nice thing is, worst case, let's say in this example, uh, I only pay back 40 of the 50. I'm only paying the early withdrawal penalty on the 10,000 difference. So it's a huge, huge benefit. That said, some folks take out 50,000 to uh, go on vacation, buy a car. Uh, you know, other folks, uh, you know, they view it because you are effectively paying yourself back interest over time, view this as a way to add a few thousand more. So that's one. The second is more for folks that are raising money. And it doesn't matter the amount or the structure, whether it's a convertible, a safe, uh, a true angel, uh, probably a pre-series A, or even a sidecar fund. You know, my suggestion and, uh, you know, our tagline is uh, six figures in six minutes. I kind of feel we're better than, uh, you know, than Geico here. Uh, but going back to, as I referenced John Manus before, it's literally one email uh, and what we've seen play out is, say you send this to 100 folks, a majority of people are, A, are going to open the email because they're engaged with you. Uh, B, be very excited to learn about this as we're talking about today. And then C, you're going to see about five to 10 people that really consider uh, moving their money over for this. Some are going to be repeat investors that want to double down. Uh, some, you know, it's going to be, uh, you know, an, an add-on. And then frankly, there's probably going to be, you know, call it one to five folks that, uh, you know, all, all kidding aside here, but, you know, I've, my three kids are at USC and, uh, you know, I'm low on funds. Uh, how, how can I invest in this great, let's just call this a multifamily deal. And they learn that they can use their retirement dollars because they worked at, you know, General Electric or Merrill for 30 years. And they can move the money over tax-free, penalty-free. And it's all of just a quick five minutes online. They have the checkbook control. And then, you know, really playing this out as the dividends say come back in, Maybe they invest in some other entrepreneurs in the, in the community. So it's, it's a way that you can really see, you know, another benefit here and part of my passion is that, you know, money can go to the quote unquote other side of the tracks or maybe folks have had a tough time raising money because their resume wasn't, um, you know, of a certain school, et cetera. So here it's the ability to really move. Another one of our taglines is forgotten trillions. There's folks that literally have forgot about some of these that can go in and really uh, multiply in a particular community. That's such a good point. I, I know that uh, when we first started in real estate, I had a forgotten 401k from a previous job, like a decade prior. Yes, and uh, yeah, when they brought it up, you know, listeners, this is truly the most useful information that you will ever come across. Um, the name of this podcast is the freedom formula. And self-directed IRAs are probably the best way to create that time and financial freedom um, for your retirement. You know, when you're able to choose where you want to put those dollars, you really are creating that um, ability to control, especially when you're investing in things that have a much higher yield. You're just able to get to your goals a lot faster. So speaking of goals... What are your goals this year and what steps are you taking to work towards them, Dan? Yeah, great question. So uh, 
you know, I'd love to say get back to working 40 hours a week, but that's uh, that <laughs> in, the, in the short term here. But no, my, my big goal is, as I said, it's, the, it's to really level the playing field on the awareness. Uh, there's another gentleman uh, who I think we, we both know, Dylan Borland. He's, he's literally driving around the country to, you know, work with at least 1,000 people at a very deep uh, one-on-one level to make them aware that, they can bring in real estate uh, to really change their life. Uh, and, you know, frankly, based on their age and not to go too morbid here, but I mean, you, you know, you could see a Delta of that you could retire two to five or maybe even 10 years early just by taking advantage of these accounts. So, you know, as I'm kind of crossing the midpoint of life, uh, you know, personally, I'm trying to set myself up. And so I am taking a few bets on a, uh, there's some female entrepreneurs that have, it's just been great returns and I really support their causes. Uh, there's another gentleman who, if anybody cures cancer, I think this could be him uh, that I'm in discussion with for a possible investment. So, you know, I, I am, as we said, kind of drinking your own champagne or some people say eating your own dog food, but you know, I am passionate about, and, you know, frankly have seen the returns, especially on the real estate side of what these sort of investments can do. So, I, I view this year as really sharing my story and see where the cards play out. And what, what's been very humbling from, you know, kind of a, you know, little sort of coffee shops or these private breakfast here in Austin up to a very large, you know, stage of a thousand people plus at the family offices and other shows, you know, call it at the Harvard club and everywhere in between this message is really resonating with folks um, and exciting. And like anything uh, we just, you know, I think there's some of these these waves that we're going to ride. I think there'll be some viral moments. And, uh, you know, as I said, this is where, uh, you know, a lot of the excitement's going to come from. I love it. I love it. I usually finish with the question of what are you personally working towards to gain time and financial freedom? But I think you pretty much covered it with what you're doing as far as working with the the female entrepreneurs and Man, I really hope that guy does cure cancer. That would definitely be advantageous for the world. Yeah. It, Although I don't know if the prescription companies would allow that to ever happen, but um, that's, hopefully. That's a, that's a different discussion. But, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, that's a whole nother show. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, on a fun note with that, especially for some of the younger listeners out here, uh, you know, the, the benefit, first of all, uh, just kudos on, I think, the mindset, taking advantage of crowdfunding, recognizing Roth accounts you know, probably even a decade sort of earlier than me. For folks that don't have the huge balances, I do think there's tremendous benefit. Uh, you know, our folks that maybe aren't comfortable moving over, you know, 10% might feel like a lot to move out of the traditional stocks, bonds, mutual fund world. What's been really fun is folks that have engaged in the likes of a crowdfunding, you know, whether it's a bar, a restaurant, a boutique, uh, you know, A, outside of these being the most preferred sort of returns on top line revenue, the structures are actually very favorable. I just think the in-kind benefits of, you know, supporting that local entrepreneur, uh, you know, maybe even from an in-kind basis, getting that meeting space that normally cost you $100 and introducing 20 or so of your colleagues to this new restaurant. Or, you know, frankly, hey, half price drinks are always uh, never such a bad thing, especially for, uh, you know, the younger folks in the crowd or those that are wine and dining clients a lot. <laughs> a lot of this can come through an investment, you know, as small as $500 on some of these crowdfunding. So my point being here, having a checkbook control, uh, self-directed account just, I, I think, really makes things exciting. And it really, 
you know, completely el eliminates that mindset that retirement is this thing in place way, way far away. You know, when we recognize that, you know, it, it's, it's one person, it's, it's our one lifetime um, and the finances and the experience should all be thought of uh, in one conversation. Yeah, I agree with you. I'm, I'm really proud of my generation looking at uh, retirement and things a little bit differently. You know, our parents, they worked really hard and they worked 40, 50 years in the same place, even if they hated their job. And I feel really fortunate to be a part of this generation that looks at the world differently and says, wait a minute, let's have some fun in life. Yeah. We don't have to wait until we're in our 70s to retire. Let's take advantage of the opportunities that are actually available to us. And in the digital age, it's so great to have all that information just right at your fingertips. You know, I mean, think about this podcast right now. This is not something that would have ever been shared on the radio way back when. So how lucky are we? You know what I mean? This is good. This yeah. Yeah. It's a great time for time and financial freedom, right? <laughs> it is. Awesome. Well, Dan, I just love having you on here. I think the information that you're sharing is great. Like I said, for those that are really trying to exponentially grow their wealth, self-directed is one of the absolute best ways that you can do it. And Dan, if people are interested in working with you, what is the best way for them to get in contact with you? Sure. So uh, Dan at rocketdollar.com or just check out our website, uh, just as it sounds, www.rocketdollar.com and uh, get in touch. Awesome. Thank you so much for being on again today. And we hope to have you back here soon. We'd love to. Thanks so much, Andrew. No problem. Thank you all for listening in. Stay tuned for next week. And for everyone at home, good luck with your time and financial future. If I can ever be of service, please always feel free to reach out. Take care, guys.